All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's after 4 o'clock. How are you? Jason Greger. Connor Halley, Terry Ryan with you on a lovely Monday afternoon. Of course, uh, the Edmonton Orders, uh, they travel to Chicago today. They will take on the Blackhawks. The Orders uh, did not announce uh, any recall. So uh, they might just go and say try to accrue as much cap space as possible. That makes a big difference. Think about it. So if they don't call up anybody, that's 775K. They're extra. You know what? You can take that percentage of accrue on cap space every day. So... Uh, maybe they'll call up a defenseman tomorrow. They don't need one. It's more so just out of if you have an injury. And so I guess if someone gets hurt tomorrow, then you call them up uh, before the Detroit game. It makes sense, right, from a money standpoint, right? And so from Bakersfield, direct flight to Detroit, don't have to clear customs, anything like that, it's probably not as bad, right? So um, food for thought for the uh, for the salary cap people that like to crunch the numbers. The more accrued space they have, the better chance, you know, you can you can acquire players a little bit more salary. Right, that's the uh, that's the huge benefit, for sure. So, uh, see where it goes. Let's get uh, now to our big guest of the day, brought to you by Silent Rides Charter Company. Silent Rides is one of Alberta's premier bus charter companies with state of the art motor coaches that will take the take you or your group safely to your next destination. Book your next ride at SilentRides.ca. As we uh, welcome back to the show. Of course, uh, we had uh, Holiday Mondays the last few Mondays. Andy Petrillo from uh, CBC and uh, One Soccer joins us uh, once again. Uh, Andy, how you doing? 
I'm great. Hello, everybody. It's our first time seeing each other. So happy new year. I think I'm allowed to still say that. So happy new year. Yeah. Great to be back. Yeah, see, there was rigged strong debates on people like uh, on what's the timeline on when you can say happy new year. So it's, uh, you know, some people get very strutty, gets very upset about it. He was telling people, he goes, well, did, I think his line was, uh, I, uh, I refuse your uh, Happy New Year, <laughs> something like that. It was quite funny, but uh, I'm wow. not that I'm not that much of a yeah, stickler about date. it. Yeah, there's a cutoff day for sure. So we'll see. Um, uh, a few things before: Are you a, a cat or dog person? If you had to pick, I love animals flat out. I think we kind of had this conversation because I know Terry, you have a cat, but I have two dogs. Okay, yeah, so yeah. I guess I'm a dog person. Yeah, well, that's fair. No, TR is actually, he has a cat, but he prefers his dog person, but he's not home enough to have a dog. So that's why he has the, uh, that's why he has the cat. I'm just deathly allergic to cats. Oh. I love cats with all my heart. Yeah, I'm but... just like deathly allergic to them. They don't like me. That's ah, the problem. I okay. love them, Terry. They don't like me. Hey, I'm, I'm the same. You won't play. I got to take four react in a day. My, my daughter loves the kitties and I can't. Yeah, I know. I figured it out, figured it out as about two or three years ago. I'm like, man, something's happened. I went and got the test. Allergic to some foods, so it didn't really compute right away. Anyway, the the worst was oh, no. cats, seven out of ten. The dander, yeah, lots yeah. Of people so every day them. I have I put up with this. Yeah, There's, each day I go through the scratching of the eyes and all that stuff. But you know, I love my daughter, and by extension, these cats. <laughs> <laughs> so we suck it up. <laughs> uh, and yeah, uh, the first Canadian, uh, uh, Mister uh, Buchanan uh, Tejan, uh, becomes the first Canadian international to play in the Italian league. Uh, uh, what, what what do you make of that? And you know, pretty special player. This is awesome. Yeah, Tejon Buchanan. I mean, uh, some people, if they've been following his career, they'll remember this is a guy who, when they started their World Cup qualifying in 2021, he was actually representing Canada at the under 23 level and was trying to help them qualify for the Olympics. Yeah. Scores, you know, a brace in the opening game, two goals, does this epic backflip. He was always kind of a showy player. People loved him right away. Um, and then at that moment on, John Herdman loved him right away too, brought him with the senior team and the rest is kind of history. He solidified himself as a starter. And what I love about his career is that not only on the national side did he have this kind of meteoric rise, but he started in Major League Soccer, played with New England, and he made the leap to Club Bruges. So he went to Belgium. And oftentimes when players start to get attention, they can go maybe too big too quickly where he kind of went this middle ground, plied his trade a little bit more, able to make some more mistakes without the big bright light on you, but at the same time at a club where tons of scouts are there all the time. And uh, now Sidia comes a calling. There was rumors a while back that he may um, have been linked to Napoli, which is what my side of the family's from. So I got very excited about that. Unfortunately, that didn't turn out. He ended up going to Inter Milan. But I mean, from a personal point of view, I think he's done it right his whole way through his career. From a Canadian point of view, this is another Canadian in a massive league, right? Alfonso Davies is still plying his trade in Bundesliga. Now we have Tejon Buchanan, who's with City A. You know, Kyle Lahren obviously was with La Liga there before being uh, relegated with his team. And you still have Jonathan Lille, who's with Liga in France. We're just waiting for that big one to go to the Premier League, I'm telling you right now. I mean, La Liga is still pretty huge. But it, it, it just once again speaks to the growth of soccer in this country. It speaks to the talent of the players we have on our national team, that they're able to break through 
in these big leagues. So this is this is this is huge all around for the player and I think for where the game is in this country. Alfonso Davies is going to go to the Premier League, isn't he? I don't he's being linked to Real Madrid right now in okay. La Liga, which by the way Real Madrid's massive. I know I've yes. alluded to this before on the show Jason with the David Beckham oh, oh yeah. uh, documentary where even yeah, he even said when he went from now nah, I'm not trying to poo poo Manchester United. They're massive. But he even said going from Man United to even like Real Madrid, he just went like his brain just exploded at how like it it truly was like this cathedral of soccer. So let's put it this way. Um, Bayern Munich has said all the right things to be like, nah, he's ours and we're keeping him and we love him. But Alfonso Davies agent hasn't exactly kiboshed the rumors that Dude. he could uh, go to Real Madrid either. Yeah. Uh, it would be Andy, uh, French goalie. So Hugo Lloris, he just signed with L.A. OK, so what does yeah. that mean for Canadian goalkeeper Mac Crapo? Uh, I think his time at LAFC is done and it's pretty heartbreaking. I mean, Max Crapo is also a free agent. Um, and there's already rumors that he's being linked um, to Portland Timbers. They're interested in him. Portland Timbers just signed another Canadian goalkeeper from CF Montreal, James Pantamis. Pantamis, you know, can definitely be more of that second. If they were to sign Max Cripo, he would right away be Portland's number one. But I kind of think this is, I don't know, I kind of think it's a bit of a kick in the pants. I get where MLS is is still at, you know, in just, you know, where they are in this ecosystem of soccer and the greatest you know, kind of ecosystem of the sport. And you still want these big names. You're still going to like bow down to them a little bit more. And I get it. And Hugo Lloris, this is, this guy's a world cup champion with France, but he's also 37. So, you know, I'm not big in analytics, but I looked them up a little bit and clearly he slowed down reaction time, getting balls down low, not where he used to be, but he is still a big name. It's a bit of a draw. I get that. But I just think for Crepo, I mean, this guy helps you win an MLS cup title mm. in that MLS cup game breaks his leg on a massive challenge, snaps in half, heard it through the TV, disgusting, uh, goes through an entire year of like rehabbing, getting back, gets back between the sticks for them. Looks fantastic. Plays great. Does well, you know, uh, in, in the playoffs as they make the playoffs once again, I don't know. And I get that sports a business, but I just feel like it's a bit of a kick in the pants for a guy who's given a lot, has helped them win a championship. You know, I guess you could make the argument that LAFC stuck with him while he was you know, going through his rehab and everything. But I, I just, I don't know. It's a little bit unceremonious to me. I, I don't really like it because LAFC has also made it perfectly clear that they're signing Hugo Lloris to be the number one. So it's not like, oh, we're signing him and then we'll see what happens. Maybe Max Grippo can still keep his number one. No, you're not bringing a guy of that name and of that magnitude to MLS to not play him. So I do think it's a bit of a kick in the pants, but I think he has to play, Terry. This is a guy who just, you he has to play. Again, if we connect it to the national team, I do not believe Milan Borian, who's also you know in his 30s, is going to be the number one goalkeeper for Canada come 2026 World Cup. Yeah. So you have to start thinking of the future. So you've got Max Crippo and you have Dane St. Clair. Even with the national team, these guys have to start seeing minutes. But they're also going to probably see minutes with the national team if they're getting those minutes with their pro team, because that's what national team coaches love to look at. So he needs to play. And if he goes to Portland, um, could be great. The one thing with Portland, they still play on turf. 
So you got a guy who's coming back from a catastrophic, catastrophic leg injury and turf is probably one of the worst. I mean, even if you have healthy legs, it's like still one of the worst surfaces to play on. So I don't know. Again, that's kind of tough for him, but Hey, you got to go where the money is. You got to go where the minutes are. So if that's what it happens to be is Portland, then so be it for Max Grapeau. Uh, Annie Petrillo joins us from uh, CBC sports and, uh, once, and that was going to be my follow-up question for you is, you know, where do you think he can go? And do like, would he be in a position to ask for a trade? Well, he's, he's a free agent from what I understand. Oh, okay. So, so he I can guess go wherever he, could, he wants. Yeah, I guess he, okay. he could go wherever he wants. Um, and it's just, you're kind of, it, you, where, where will the chips fall, right? For him, a lot of clubs already have their guys. That's not to say they can't move uh, around, but the, the leading candidate Seems to be Portland. Now, Portland just announced a new head coach, Phil Neville, uh, who actually for a little bit was an assistant coach yep. with the Canadian national team under John Herdman. So now he's taken over Portland. So he seems to love Canadians because, like I said, he brought over James Pantamis, the goalkeeper. He just brought over Kamal Miller, a center back, Canadian, uh, made a deal with Miami. So he seems to know what the Canadians are worth. He seems to like them. And I think Portland would be a great place for him to land. Like, don't get me wrong. I think it's great. I just automatically start to think, ooh, bad leg, turf. Maybe I'm the one making a stink about it, and maybe it's not a problem at all. But uh, that that's the leading candidate is Portland. Um, Paul Coffey, when he was hired in Edmonton, there's some people question because he didn't have a lot of experience. And, and I think he's shown that, you know, coaching experience is one thing. Communication and, and having a philosophy can uh, can help out for some of the X and O's. Now, every sport is different. Um, Toronto FC, uh, they just filled out their coaching staff, and and you'll know better than me. But are all their coaches rookies coaches at this at this level? Yes. So they're not just rookies, as in not one of them has ever coached in any capacity in Major League Soccer. They've never coached at the pro game. Anywhere, period. None of them. So some of them have semi-pro game experience okay. as coaches, um, but not one has pro game experience, right? So they literally, John Herdman, and you know himself included, took the Canadian national team coaching staff and went plop and put it on over with Toronto FC. So yes, they have coaching experience at a national team level, but it's so different, guys. Like camp is held once every few months. The pro game is day to day. Uh, when you're with your national team, you can be the good cop because oftentimes if guys report to camp and they're feeling kind of crappy about their career, it's oftentimes because their pro coach made them feel crappy, not giving them playing time, taking a shot at their confidence, right? The pro coach is the bad cop. The national team coach can oftentimes be the good cop. And that's the role John Herdman and his crew have played for many years is the good cop. Well, guess what? If a player is feeling crappy about himself, it's now because you made him feel that way because you're the pro coach. So there's going to be a lot of learning, I think, on the fly as well for Herdman and his crew because they're so used to being the come, come now. We'll take care of you. You're with the national team now. We're going to help you. Well, now you're the pro team. You're the day in, day out communication. You're dealing with the absolute ups and downs. I mean, Terry, you could take us inside any dressing room. Like one day you're great. One day you're ticked off because you didn't get that playing time. You weren't the one who took that corner kick. I wanted to take that penalty kick. Like now you're just ticked off all around and you're pointing your finger at your coach. That's going to be a brand new role as well for Herdman and his staff to kind of get used to, or you're just not the good cop anymore. And, and also with MLS, the, just the intricacies of it, understanding the cap, understanding 
trade windows, like all that kind of stuff. They're going to need a lot of help and they're going to be learning on the fly. And that's, that's tough. And that's not even guys. I haven't even touched on the fact that it's the exact same roster as last year. They've done nothing so wow. far in the off season to change this. So they're like, here's the exact same meal serve it this year, but somehow find a way to make it taste different. What? Like Federico Bernadeschi, because I think they're handcuffed because those two Italians make a lot of money. And, you know, like NHL, MLS has a a salary cap as well. And there's only, like, unless they can move those two Italians, they have no money to bring Mm -hmm. anybody else in. So that's been the big watch. The big watch is, can they move those guys? And so far it's been silent. A miracle could still happen, but so far nothing has happened. And if they don't have money to bring in players, what do you do? Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? So, man, I think, is it ever going to be tough uh, for Toronto FC this upcoming season? Oh, no question. It's going to be a very difficult year for them, for sure. Uh, Andy, always good to uh, catch up with you. We will chat with you next Monday. Great being here. Bye, guys. See you later. That's uh, Andy Petrillo. Joins us uh, every Monday here on Sports 1440. It's our big guest today, brought to you by Silent Rides Charter Company. Uh, 420 on a Monday afternoon. We have uh, five questions coming up. Uh, also, uh, Ryan's rant is up next. What will we be ranting about? Find out. Gregor Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. 426. Jason Gregor, Connor Howley, Terry Ryan with you. Sports 1440. Got a lot of texts coming in. Of course, because we uh, we were talking about... Uh, so the listeners said, hey, Gregory, you should do double or nothing for tomorrow. But here's the thing. Again, I have more to lose than gain from this wager. If they lose, I'm now I got it from today, I'm adding on four months. If I don't make the bet, I'm adding on basically 27 days. And if they win, I get, you know, I shave it on Wednesday. So basically, you know, today's Monday, shaving on Wednesday. It's 20, so it's 25. So I'm gaining 25 days at the risk of losing another 90 days. Like, now, probably gun shy, a little bit. And like I said, I would honor what the listeners say. But the more I think about it, I'm not, I'm not really liking it. I feel like I'm, I've done it this long. It's way easier to think about going to, to you know the end of the month than it is thinking about having to go to the uh to the end of April right and and I get that they should win but they should have won against the sharks that's why I'm in this hair mess so I uh I'm not I'm not loving it where do you come out TR with your head I think it was Almost inspirational. It was definitely spontaneous when you first did it, and it was in the middle of like something that was completely unexpected. The Oilers could win 30 games in a row. It wouldn't surprise me as much as the beginning of this season. So I think it, it was of the moment. I don't think you need to be wagering anymore or going any further with it. You did it. You're going to sit through it. I mean, I think we're going to see the – we're going to all – um, see the cut, your your haircut's going to come to fruition or or lack of cut. Like we're going to, you know, when do you have to shave it, Jason? Well, technically, at the uh, basically what February first, right? Um, right around there. But con, the, you know, there people are saying I should go double or nothing on tomorrow's game, 
and then I could shave it in. I could shave it on Wednesday and be done with it. But if I if they lose, then I got to extend it now for another three months. But who's saying this? Did you say it, or is it somebody else's well, no, the, idea? The, the, yeah, the listeners. Well, first of all, the bet was against nobody the first time. It was always me against yeah. myself. So basically, it would be me against myself again, right? Although at least this time, I do have something to gain. I had nothing to gain the first time. Had they won the game, it was just like, well, they win the game. That's why I was a I stupid suppose. bet. Okay, stupid so what bet. If, you know what? What if McDavid gets five goals the next game? Are you going to do it again? Are you going to stand on your head? No, 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 juggle, no, dude. I would never bet for know, Herrig again. No, pins. It, like, it was what, where, It was a one. This... It was a one-time off-the-cuff comment that Connor then and the listener said, "Well, you should honor that." So it was, I was kind of joking about it, and then I was like, "Well." I never thought they'd lose. I didn't even think about that it. That I see. I don't rational. see why you would do it now. I know there's a well there's because I could get it, but... I could get rid of it right away. That's the temptation. I could get rid of it right away. Like, look at this. It looks awful. Like it's brutal. It does, but uh, you know, I I'm not a fan. No, of any doubling down or anything else. Like, yeah, oh, so you don't like see... you know, I'd win money on the bus and then oh. hey, let's double. Okay, let's. Keep oh, it. you don't like keep the double. Going, or okay, eventually. Yeah, you're right. Eventually, eventually yeah, 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 there's lightning in a bottle is going to happen. Eventually. So you're yeah, saying so don't I, so you're saying I shouldn't do it. I should just ride it out. Yeah. I think you mm. should stick to it, ride yeah. it out. And well, see, that's what I would do. And, and I read I agree why the listeners want me to take the bet, because there's more chance of humiliation. I understand their rationale. They have nothing to lose. Right? Mm. They have nothing to lose. So I get it. And in theory, but I'm like, if I'm being a rational person, I would say I don't think that the orders can lose this game. But We've seen it. They I can. Don't think, I don't think that is being rational. Rational to me is I could have this for another ninety days or whatever, or a few weeks. Oh, so I, I would. I think the rational decision is the first one. You already look like a moron. You know, you've only got. <laughs> this is the slowest. If this was July, I'd say tomorrow. Uh, we might go to the beach. Do as uh, many side bets as you can. <laughs> There's nothing you can do. You, you know, but it's January. Who cares? Uh, no. I mean, look at my hair. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but dude, there's nothing wrong with that. Lots of people wear hair like that. Nobody, well, I shouldn't say nobody. Nobody under the age of 65 walks around usually with their hair like this. <laughs> right? True, but you know what? <laughs> I finally get to and, be Ted Hitchcock in a hit TV show. I want to uh, wear Ted Hitchcock hair. I didn't uh, want to shave my head. Yeah, that's true. Right? And look uh. at this big... Look, so the, the, the yeah, I was the in, like, like, what happened to the front of your head? Did it burn in one area? Look, I got a puck in the head there years ago, but here's the thing, and that's why it thing. doesn't grow. Seriously, no, it grows. It's just white. Oh, okay. Oh, See? but it's funny, yeah, because the the shampoo I was using, I think it's called Control GX. Like it's slightly. So I, I had gray hair. Like oh, so you're trying to in. change your hair now? I didn't real. No, this I've been using it for like four years. So now I'm realizing how gray I actually am. Man. Oh. I didn't know. It was just shampoo I was using. It wasn't like straight dye that you put oh, in. You yeah. see it? Like it guys, starts working after like three yeah. weeks or even months. But it All was right. pre-pandemic. I started using it. So now oh. when I shaved it, I'm really seeing what my hair what? actually looks like. It was a bit of a. Bit of a wake-up call, to be honest. Why don't you just go just for a minute? Do you know how many guys are just for men in their hair nowadays? Lots of them. Like all you well, gotta, just going... look at the TV broadcast. It's it's like just for men all over the place, which is fun. Well, the reason I did it is was because I was getting some stuff on film that was a little bit younger. But here's the thing: if I leave it gray, to be honest with you, it leaves the options open. Oh, right. Okay. Because then, if they want me to play a younger guy, I can just throw the dye in it. I got a question, TR. Uh, were you named to Team Canada's ball hockey? I actually was. So for the Legends Division, I'm on the fence. I don't know if I'm going to play. It's the uh, so the one we just won in in yeah yeah 
in Buffalo was the Masters World Championship. That was the 34 and over team. Okay. And before that, I played on the regular open men's team for better part of uh, 15 years. But I've never – so this is the legends. This is the over 45 division. So to be honest with you, I'm like, at some point, Peter Pan got to hang up his hat, doesn't he? But I don't know. It's still going, and it's in Edmonton in August. So oh. I was named to the team, so I'm really fortunate whenever it's Team Canada. Honestly, uh. I don't care if I've got one foot in the grave. It's it's an honor to play. So I, I might do it. I might come out to Edmonton and visit you guys and wow, uh, take geez. part in the World Championship at the same time. Well, there you go. You know, And then the Just for Men will be even better. Right. Just, you know, you don't want to just don't have the bad stuff where it's we see TR doing a post game interview and you got the black streaks coming down. OK, Rudy Giuliani. Oh, God. Yeah, exactly. We don't we don't even be calling you Rudy, Rudy Ryan here. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to go back to the shampoo. That was good enough. It was it made it a shade darker. I didn't realize oh. how much it was actually working, but oh, well, clearly it's working. Mm hmm. So you're it was about... gradual. The just for men is immediate. Okay. The thing I liked about the shampoo is gradual. gradual. It, it's so much that it tricked me into remembering what I actually look like. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. It's that good. Forget Even you forget. forgot. Okay. So you, yeah. there's another vote, Connor, for he's saying no to take it. Uh, Eric's texting Greg. There's no chance you take that. You got nothing to win. Just suck it up. You're probably right, Eric. I'm not, trust me. I'm not arguing. I see it. There's a risk to take the bet here. <laughs> I get it. There's a big risk. And I could just ride it out and be like, you know what? All good. I did my time. I did my three months. I'm done. But yeah. there is also the uh, getting rid of it instantly does intrigue me. I, I have to see it every day. I don't like it. So trust me. I'm. Uh, I love the look. I'm. I think you. I think you look a little bit different. But uh, yeah, yeah, I don't a little know if bit. you want to use inspirational from the other side of the coin. Maybe uh, yeah, that. Exactly. You know. Uh. You, You've look got like, the balls to go out in public like it. There's uh, something to be said for that. Look like Leahy's long-lost brother right now. God, it's brutal. Uh, hey, let's get to uh, Ryan's rant brought to you by Action Electrical. Now, hey, you can take action on your hair sometimes, like my, myself, Ryan, or you want to take action on savings. Well, that's what you do with Action Electrical right now because uh, solar is a big way to save, and you can do it residential or commercially, and uh, there's grants that you can get uh, savings on from the federal government, uh, interest-free loans. So if you're looking for it to help out and big cash savings, like we're talking over like close to 57, 5,800 bucks, go to actionelectrical.net. Here is Ryan's rant. Okay. Thank you, Jason. So I wonder what to talk about today. And um, here's where I want to go with this. So anybody that's played junior hockey or any competitor on any level you know you're, you're you're competitive whatever sport you're in if you pursue it you got to make sacrifices when you're younger let's just say for me and every other prospect i know in canada that comes to hockey whether you pick college or university or, or, or junior whatever it is you got to leave home you've got to ease up on the things that maybe a normal adolescent can dive into like boozing and i don't know substance to some degree uh girlfriends you got to really watch that because you don't want to fall and you know you you got to leave home if you don't leave home till you're even 20 or 21 you're probably not going to make it there's lots of sacrifices you make and then the, of course once i got to the western league i can only speak from my experience but you know i love playing but living away and 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 you know uh the bus rides like you said just going in front of the net every day you know part of your job is to take hits and have a pressure and during that period from 16 to 19 15 to 19 
There's a whole lot of players, thousands worldwide, that all think that they have a chance to get drafted and actually do at that point, right? And whoever ends up on top is going to take a mixture of luck, hard work, the right circumstance, no injuries, whatever it might be. And you work and you work and you work and you work and you work. And the select few in college and junior, in Canada anyway, and by extension worldwide, get to make the world junior team. And you're so pumped. Whoa, mom and dad, buddies. I'm going to the World Juniors. How exciting is that? For me, it ended at under-18 Team Canada. Yes, um, I was invited to the World Junior Camp. Unfortunately, my big year, junior being my draft year, was a lockout year, and all the big boys came back. It was in Red Deer. They had one of the best teams ever. Lanks and I were first and fourth in scoring, but we don't get invited. The next year, I did get invited, Jason. I got in two fights at camp. I got thrown out of camp. Anyway, that's another story for another day. But point is, I wanted it. I really wanted it like every other uh, Canadian. Some of my friends made it that year, Damon Lankow, Jason Podolin, two of them. I remember being so pumped to watch their hard work come to fruition at the World Juniors. Now, we're watching it from a Canadian perspective. Everybody on Canada is a prospect. Look at some of the other teams. Not so much. There's some prospects there in the tournament. You'll probably have eyes on them. And there's a lot of people that might get noticed. So after all that hard work and all that, you know, team building and everything else. And, you know, the tournament starts and you're there with your team. And if you're not on Canada, you're not really sure, or the U.S. or, you know, Sweden, you're not one of the top teams. Let's just say you're on the Swiss team, right, who are pretty good, got their foot in the door, but clearly outclassed by the best teams. But they can pull off an upset, and here they are on their way to doing it. And you're going, wow, these guys on that team are fighting for every game because each game that they play is another game that they might get noticed. I compare it to when I played in Tri-Cities. Kamloops was in our division. People go, that must have sucked having a team win the Memorial Cup three out of the five years you're in junior. Well, yes and no. We also had every scout on planet Earth seeing us play. No fluke that me, Brian Boucher, and Damon Lankow all went in the first round of the draft. I consider Kamloops being the best team in junior hockey in our division. One of the big reasons. So each round that we went, each game that we played, I knew there was eyes on me. Now put yourself at the World Juniors, and you're on Switzerland, and you're a defenseman in front of the net. You poke a guy in a tied game. You poke at him a little bit with your stick, a little bit, not enough to be a two-minute minor in midget over here, okay? And now you get a penalty, and not only do you get a penalty, your team loses. You could have pulled off one of the biggest upsets ever at the tournament, and now you're penalized not only that, not only that, half the team needs those games to go on and get noticed. And why? Why did you lose? Because of some incompetent ref. I'm not one to sit there and, and mock refs. And like you said earlier, negative trades, negative signings get more uh, leverage often in the media than, than do the good ones. Hello, Jack Campbell uh, and Zach Hyman. And I, I've often said it with referees. I, I don't know why they're skating around the NHL without their name on their back. I think they should get recognition. I think everybody can make a bad call once in a while. But I know people that are incapable when I see it, and so do you, and so does everybody else in the hockey world. What would happen if we put a midget AAA player over there? They would get outclassed. They'd probably get knocked on their ass early because they don't deserve to be in the tournament. So why are we doing it with referees? I think it's time that we bring over the best in the world, and if that means reaching into the East Coast League or Canadian Major Junior, whatever. Am I saying it because I'm Canadian? I don't want more North American reps over there because they'll start to 
complain that that's the reason maybe we get calls, which we don't, but I'm just saying, because I would love the whole world to be represented, but clearly, clearly there's a huge difference on the, on a huge spectrum in the level of what we expect over here and as professional and over there. And what we saw was a bunch of incapable amateurs trying to ref a game that controlled a lot of kids' futures. And when I say I didn't like it, I would be a huge understatement. It almost made me puke looking at that player. And he goes in the room. I mean, I would be crying. I would be, it would bother me if I took that penalty a lot and I put our team at a disadvantage, even if it was a bad call. I had to be there in the first place. So to me, it's just at some point you got to say no more, and I'm saying it now. Tr, there was some uh, questionable calls, no doubt. That one was that one was one for the uh, for I couldn't believe it, and you, you even saw his reaction. And um, I, you know what, I, I liked looking and say, hey, you know what, let's look for a better solution. I think that's uh, that's worthwhile. Now I know they did have some officials from the WHL there uh, mm. in in that tournament, and so so that's good, but. Uh, to me, I I think it's I to me that's just to understand because at any time of the game I don't think that's a penalty that and that to me like so I've never been one that says well you can't call that in the final two minutes I know no I know what you're saying to me if it's a penalty in the first two minutes it's a penalty in the last two minutes that play I don't think is ever called I've never seen it called that's the thing I I can't recall the last time ever. I saw that as a call and then you make it. In the final two and a half minutes of a of a round robbing of a of an elimination game, it was stunning to me. So, um, and Jason, it didn't happen either. Like behind the play, and you're like, "Oh, didn't yes. happen." They looked right at it and then had a chance to review it, and still a penalty. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are we talking about? That's why I say incapable. Anybody can miss something, right? I get that. I mean, I'll throw you a huge bone. I understand it. I look at the major leagues. I get it. I look how often the umps are wrong, but whatever. Okay, you know, I guess the human error is part of it, but not to me. That was one step away from malicious, right? That was what are you? You and you know, even 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 if in some odd world you think that might be a penalty, you're very aware what you're doing to the kid that you're calling it on, and you're still going to call it. You're going to go, no, that. I mean, the 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 only worst call I've ever seen in my life. Was was it James, Jim Joyce? Was it the, the ump on first base when the player for the Yankees would have gotten a perfect game a few years ago? And the guy was out by three feet, and they called him safe. That's the, that's the two that stand out, except really they didn't get to review that on the spot. I think whoever was that made that call should be fired immediately, and everybody else on that same amateur level should be gone, and we bring over whoever. Or there's got to be better ref, refs in Europe. I don't know where they are, but there has to be. Jason Greger, Terry Ryan with you on Sports 1440, Orders Nation YouTube. Uh, when we return, we got to have five questions. Speck and Kevin Woodley on the Monday edition of The Greger Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Jason Greger, Connor Halley, Terry Ryan with you on Sports 1440. Time now for five questions brought to you by The Brick, where right now you can save up to $1,700 off furniture and mattresses. Reclining sofas are off to $1,700 off and more. Oh, who doesn't like the recliner, man? It's unbelievable. The recliner is one of the greatest inventions of all time. You get in the recliner, and well, the only negative about the recliner is it's almost a guaranteed nap. It's the only thing. So you know what? You want to sit in the recliner when you know 
You're going to watch a movie that you're happy with falling asleep in because it is difficult not to have a good snooze in the recliner. So good. Like, if you need a nap, just get a recliner. Guaranteed. Guaranteed to have success. It's time for five questions on the Jason Greger Show. All right, guys, question number one. We'll start off at the NHL. Let's see, we're doing some power rankings. How would you rank teams one through five right now? Oh, uh, yeah, you're asking me, are you? I guess I'd be a good person to ask since I'm co-host <laughs> of the show. Uh, me, I, I think Florida, I'm putting them number one um, for a lot of reasons, but I think they're complete and they're, they've got a lot of tenacity, which seems to have come with Matthew Kachuk, and I like watching them play. Um, Vegas, Colorado, Bruins, and then at five, I'm going to put Winnipeg. I, I'm much... Similar to what Gord Stellick said, I've, I've counted them in so often, and they've let me down. And this year, of course, I picked them last of the Canadian teams, and I feel that I still don't feel confident, but i got to put them number five because I feel they've earned it. Now, Cons, are you talking power rankings now or the teams I think that are going to be the best the rest of the way? I'm saying right now. Okay. Um, well, I have the New York Rangers at the top. They don't really have a lot of weaknesses. I have, uh, I like. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else custom spray five and one only from rustoleum ready to pop the question the jewelers at blue have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Florida. I like the Jets. I have probably Boston and then... I will slide the Edmonton orders. You don't win that many games. And, and like, they had a terrible start. But since then, and if you look at their la- the last 200 games in the NHL, the Edmonton Oilers have the fifth most wins. And that, that brutal stretch, because no, none of the other top five teams I looked, none of them had a brutal stretch like the Oilers. Otherwise, like, they started this season with the, th- with the second most wins behind Boston in the last 140 games. So 
You go to that, uh, the Oilers are a good team, so I'd still put him in. Question number two, uh, Zach Hyman last year had a career high in goals scored at 36. This year, in 35 games, he's up to 25. Will he reach 50? Like, the odds will tell you, yes, he's on pace for uh, for 58. But 50 is hard, man. Like, And there's still so much time left in the season. Nagging injuries creep up. Uh, I love goals, so I will, I will say he scores 51. I had him to score 45 at the beginning of the year. And, uh, Ooh. Nice. yeah, I also I told you the, the first day of the season, I bet on the Oilers to win, too. So um, I'm, I'm hoping you're right, and I just didn't put him in there for that reason. But, yeah, I, I, I do. I think he's going to get 50 goals. I want him to do it, and I hate cheering against something that I bet for. Or I went, I, I hope for, sorry. Uh, earlier today, when speaking to the media, Coach Jones of the Edmonton Elks said that McLeod Bethel-Thompson would be the starting quarterback for the team. Uh, do you think that's the right move, and, and how do you think the impact would be on a young quarterback like Trey Ford long-term? I think the impact would be possibly negative mentally and uh, i would go with trey ford i'd ride him i think he's he's a positive inspiration and i uh, played well why not it's a really good question because my gut instinct at first was what are you doing um then i remembered what warren moon said on our show that he feels that there's not a, it's not that there's not good young quarterbacks it's there's not enough patience to develop them properly and you know he talked a lot about how he learned from tom wilkinson Right now, Warren Moon was a more talented quarterback than Tom Wilkinson, but Tom Wilkinson helped him learn the position more. So, you know, Chad Kelly raved about learning from Bethel Thompson when Bethel Thompson was the starter. And so that's the key because some guys, like when Aaron Rodgers was the starter, he did nothing to help the backup, right? He did nothing. But Bethel Thompson has a reputation of, well, he's the starter, so he'll still help the backup. And if that's the case, that's the benefit for Trey Ford. Because, you know, he doesn't have a ton of experience. If you look back to how many reps he took in, in uh, CIS, not a lot, right? And when you watch him, like, he's, he's electrifying. He's super exciting. There's no question about that, right? Um, can he learn the position better? Sure. So I, if, if Bethel Thompson is going to really mentor him and then the Elks ensure that he at least gets some reps during the season. I don't care if it's in a fourth quarter of a blowout game or not. He's got to get some. But if he's on the sidelines all year and never gets a sniff, and you know what, maybe he's he's, he's only ever getting like you know minimal scraps in practice for reps. That's probably going to be the issue. How they use him in practice, Connor, this year might be as valuable and as important as anything else. Question number four, heading into tonight's national championship, the Wolverines, four-and-a-half-point favorites over Washington. If you were putting some money down, where would it go tonight? I have no idea. Honestly, I haven't followed uh, uh, college ball that much. I talked to Declan a few times. I know you and him, cons, are, are all over it. So I'm going to cheer for the underdog. I would go on the underdog. i get some points. Um, I'm sure that's probably not a great bet. I haven't even looked at, the, well, the line four-and-a-half, so it isn't crazy. So it's not like it's a huge favorite, but... Um, I don't know. I'm cheering against Michigan. I'll just say it's not necessarily I'm cheering for Washington. I'm cheering against Michigan. I'm more qualified to talk about shower curtain rings than I am college football. So I'm going to pass because it's just a waste of time for me to open my mouth. Not even a, a color or a team name you like more, the Wolverines or Huskies? <laughs> I guess I like the Wolverines because I like their helmet. There you go. I'll take it. Final question. This one is a rip here, Ali TR. So today is Elvis. 
Presley's and David Bowie's birthdays. Obviously, they're both no longer with us. So if you could see any late musician perform live one night only, who would you go see? Well, TR, this is going to be tough for you, man, because I mean, you this is right down your alley. Who are you picking? You get one <laughs> choice. You know what? It, you would think being a Beatles fan, it would be John Lennon or, or George Harrison. Elvis, I love. My dad saw Elvis. He was playing in Kalamazoo. Wow. And he waited in. Dad was playing in Kalamazoo, and he was in the weight room, and he just waited till because he's like, they had to use our dressing room. Huh. So he waited around, like, after practice at, like, 10 a.m. to, like, 3, and Elvis came in, went over and shook his hand. So I guess one of us has seen Elvis. I'm telling you, this might be a little bit off the card here, but considering the lack of footage other than a movie, I I really think Jim Morrison had a stage presence. I really like The Doors, and it's almost like people are forgetting about them. Like, you know, the Stones and the Beatles, I guess, because they still kind of penetrate. They're still relevant. And, you know, The Who, and there's all kinds of bands that are, are still relevant. But the doors, I think, were real, real good. And I think people are forgetting how good. And I think to see them with Morrison at that time, especially, I think his presence would, was almost, almost, what's the word? Like almost godlike. Yeah. But I, I, it's really intriguing to me. So I would have loved to see him perform. That's fair. Um, I am going to go with. A guy, because I, if I'm going to see someone in concert, I know I'm going to want to sing along. Like Elvis Presley, I'm removing him only because um, I'd love to see him, but I'd have to be able to bring my dad. And so I don't think I, I didn't get two wishes here. So uh, I'm going to go with Freddie Mercury because yeah. we are the champions. We will rock you. Another one bites the dust. Crazy little things. Like, oh, my goodness. Or a crazy little thing called love. Excuse me. Um I'd want to see him live. Like, he just seen, like, he had unbelievable presence, you know, obviously. Now, I haven't watched yeah. the movie yet, but I, I'm, I'm a big I'm a big fan of if I go to a concert, I want to be entertained, right? It can't just be the voice. That's obviously nice, but I want to be entertained. And, man, you see all the footage of stuff like him. I've seen kind of the previews of that. I still haven't seen the movie. I should. Everybody says it's awesome. So uh, I'm going to go with Freddie. That's a good pick. Cons? Um, you know, one that stands out uh, with a big fan of his music and kind of how it changed throughout his career was Mac Miller, a rapper who passed away a couple years ago. But yeah. I'll also uh, throw in Jimi Hendrix. I think Jimi Hendrix would be a fun one. Uh, guitar my guy. second choice. Yeah, mm. I think Jimmy would be unreal to see live. So those would be my two. Mm. All right. Hey, man, if uh, what they say is true, maybe go to heaven to get a performance from them all. That'd be great. So if you want to get to heaven you got to raise a little hell. The <laughs> Ozark Mountain Daredevils. Check that out. Great song. Great. Led by the harmonica of all things. Check it out. All right. TR, great performance today. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, enjoy the uh, week. We will chat with you on uh, Thursday, and uh, we'll find out. Um, still, I made the decision. I might have to call my wife here on this one because I'm my... My gut here is uh, I'm leaning not to, but although, Cons, do we say we have to honor what the listeners say? No, no. No. Okay, good. I, yeah, I don't think I, I did that the first time and that didn't work out for me. It's not so. a democracy here. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so, because I'm still torn on this one. I'm really torn. TR, have yourself a good one. Your, uh, your vote has been noted. Copy that. Good luck with your decision. Thank you, Connor. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Edmonton. See you in a few days. There you go. That's uh, Terry Ryan joins us every Monday and Thursday here on Sports 1440 and live on Orders Nation YouTube. It's Jason Greger's show live in the Ewell studio. 
E-W-E-L dot C-A for all your electrical. And it's not that they just supply you with uh, electrical products. If, by chance, you have a project that's being delayed, and uh, with the cold snap coming, maybe it's delayed even more, uh, they got some extra storage space in their brand new facility that they can help you out. So E-W-E-L dot C-A if uh, you need a place to store some of your stuff before your next project. Coming up, uh, Mark Spector, Kevin Woodley on goaltending. Who would he start against Chicago, Detroit? I'm assuming, you know, Skinner's not playing all three. I can't see how. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.